Bless you. and welcome back to Video Dames. My name is Joe, and since we know a Persian is only as good as the company she keeps, I'd like to welcome back my three favorite trainers, Megan, Leah, and Alyssa. Hello! <laughs> I love Hello. that. Hello! <laughs> what up? That was so smart. <laughs> Ladies, for those of our listeners who are tuning in for the first time, I'd love for you to introduce yourself. Tell us your name as well as your favorite Pokemon. Uh, my name is Leah. Um, you know that. Um, oh man, my top three. Uh, okay. I don't want to be like super basic here, but I really love Charizard. Um, Charizard is for sure number one. Bulbasaur is definitely for sure number two. Um, oh God. Oh, how many generations are we on now? Like, <laughs> I thought you were going to go Pikachu, Raichu, Charizard, Squirtle. No, we can't do that. That's stealing from another man's video. Okay, oh, moving man. on. Uh, like 10 years ago. Um, I, ooh, how many generations are we on? 10? 17? 27? I think just I eight. Know. There's like almost a thousand Pokemon. <laughs> Not so 27. This is going to be a deep, deep Oof. dive. Um... You know, I'm going to go with Heracross. I really like Heracross. That's a good one. Ah, yeah. I have no way to do that. <laughs> he, looks like a dung, he looks like a dung beetle. Hi, everybody. I'm Megan, and I have two top favorite Pokemon. They will be the same forever and always, and those are Oddish and Vulpix. Oh, that explains your personality, like, very thoroughly. <laughs> they my ladies. Yeah, makes a lot of sense. That's very cute. Uh, hello, my name is Alyssa, and um, I think that, yeah, I don't have a top three. I think my top two um, are Jolteon and Totodile, because I always started with Totodile whenever I played, I think it was Sapphire or Silver. No, <laughs> Silver. And um, Jolteon has been my favorite since I was a kid. I just thought it was like a really cute dog um, that was like <laughs> spiky and yellow, and that's like my favorite color. So, yeah. Super two throwbacks Love that's those. really cute totodile like low-key slaps is a great pokemon <laughs> not low-key whatsoever high key, high key slaps key. High you know key. what that's fine the fair cutest. very fair but cyndaquil i was always torn i like kind of wanted to choose cyndaquil but i know that i will have the chance so that's somewhere here we go what's your favorite pokemon yeah well now i feel really exceptionally basic now that you said yours is Heracross and I had no idea who that was um my favorite Pokemon is Eevee I don't know Eevee is unreasonably adorable and I feel like I also just get to accompany all the evolutions with that just by proxy I get to scoop them into my one favorite Pokemon so you can't have uh, Jolteon Jolteon is mine (laughs) wow okay you can't can't claim a Pokemon I can if I want to (laughs) 
Joanne, I think that's great because like you can definitely choose whichever one you want. And every time there's a new element that comes out, they're just going to create a new evolution. So a hundred percent, you know, I actually, my favorite evolution currently is Sylveon and she is gorgeous, cute. I love when they introduce the fairy type. I just, I don't know. Pink is also my favorite color. So <laughs> we can, uh, <laughs> we can tie that back too. That's cute. Okay. So. Continuing on the train of anniversaries from our last episode, this year is also the 25th anniversary of Pokemon Red and Green, which made its debut uh, February 27th, 1996. So Nintendo celebrated with a virtual concert hosted by an animated Post Malone, <laughs> as well was as... so good. Yeah. Um, as well as announcing several games, including a sequel to Pokemon Snap, a remake of Diamond and Pearl, as well as a new franchise titled Pokemon Legends Arceus? Arceus? I think Arceus. It's like a it's like a it's like a Arceus. Like We're go I've it's seen so many sound. videos. Some people say Arceus, some people say Arceus. So it's a You it's know a, what? Potato potato. If Megan's potato, gonna say Arceus. Potato, potato, tomato. <laughs> exactly. Same, what same. Leah said. Um <laughs> Joanne, isn't it also red and blue? No, Red no. and Green came out in 1996 in Japan. Oh, my bad. My bad. Sorry. Yeah, so the, the, when okay. they celebrate like the anniversary, yeah, when they celebrate the anniversary, they celebrate it from the original Japanese debut of the game. Oh, okay. Because, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I remember when Red and Blue came out and then they did a remake on the Game Boy Advance, uh, mm -hmm. which was Fire Red and Leaf Green. So I was like, oh. And people were like, okay. what? Yeah. <laughs> Green? Um, yeah, no, si I mean, side note, I don't know if I should talk about it now, but we, we were going through all of the games um, that came out and kind of the order that they came out in, and I didn't realize how many remakes there are. Yeah. Wh why? <laughs> well, let's dive right. into that let's, today. Let's, <laughs> yeah. let's talk about Pokemon Snap. Um, so I know... Uh, Leah and Alyssa previously did mm -hmm. a What is Pokemon Snap YouTube video on our Hello Video Dames YouTube channel. Um, <laughs> uh, Megan, have you also played Pokemon Snap as well? I have never played the original. Didn't even know it existed until this remake was announced. <laughs> <laughs> I think that is the case for most people. Um, do you guys have any thoughts or opinions on so far what you've seen of the trailer? Is it what you thought it was going to be? I saw the original presentation. So when I think um, it, I don't actually know when it was initially announced, but um, we did know that Pokemon Snap was coming out. We just didn't know when, and we didn't know a lot about it. I think it was before Christmas, possibly. I could be it wrong. It was in uh, July okay. of 2020 because we put out <laughs> we put out a YouTube video all about it. Cool. So almost a year ago was the first time we heard about it. And uh, yeah, I my initial reaction was, well, that seems like the dumbest game I've ever seen. And it's absolutely pointless. There's no way I'm playing it. That, <laughs> I see Leah's jaw drop. <laughs> And I want to say now, after seeing this trailer, I was like, oh no, am I going to pay $80 for this? I think I am. <laughs> <laughs> That's Joanne's fear also, that I'm going to pay $80 <laughs> for this game. But like, we played Pokemon Snap for the N64 on the Wii U on our Twitch channel, um, Leah and I. And 
I thought that I was going to hate it, but it was actually kind of fun. It was, it was definitely very juvenile, which is how, um, Joanne described it. But I think that like seeing N64 version and the new switch version, I'm like really enticed to just dive into cuteness. Like, you know, like an animal crossing kind of game. That's like, it has a point, but it's like mostly because it's adorable. And like, you just want to play it with friends. I can definitely see myself like sitting with Joe on the couch or maybe in, in May or June when we can maybe have friends over cross your fingers. (laughs) Uh, We can all sit together and take cute pictures of uh, score bunny and Vaporeon and throw apples at Pikachu's. Like, I think it's going to be a very fun experience. I don't think it's going to be like a challenging game, but if it's $80, that's, that's going to be like the consumer in me to be like, do I want to pay that much for it? Ooh, maybe not. Yeah. But is it worth the instant release of a, amazing levels of serotonin <laughs> i know that's probably what i'm in be. need of some serotonin honestly megan's like i don't live in the world of tiktok i don't know what's happening right now oh man it's a song that leah and Alyssa made up all by themselves just now on the fly just you know just singing it gave me serotonin really that's how it works right man i don't know honestly i i i don't want it (laughs) that's okay you don't have to have it what is what is your like immediate reason like for not feeling like you're gonna enjoy like do you feel like you're not gonna enjoy it or do you feel like it's just not gonna be something that's gonna speak to you like what what's your reasoning behind that I just, I I do honestly genuinely feel like it is very juvenile. Like the point is to be a very simple game to like throw apples and take pictures. And it's, it's, uh, I don't know it for me when I, when I have the time and the energy to play a game, I want it to feel like fulfilling. Like I, I did something or I earned something, but here it's just like, yeah. I could throw an apple and take a picture and he'll be like, good but job. You do, you do earn something. You, you have to complete like the photo album or something like Leah. Can you talk decks. a little bit about what the original <laughs> Pokemon snap was kind of all about? I'm really hoping that they might include um, either the original voice or well, probably not the original voice. Cause how many years old is it? Um, or an updated voice that sounds like professor Oak from the original game where he says, Wow amazing wonderful (laughs) every time he rates the photos and uh i just that right there just it does it for me basically the goal of the game the original game is to go out into these tracks and you're not just taking pictures of them you're documenting them as a species so it's kind of like you're adding them to a pokedex so to speak like i don't know um if that was like the original purpose of the game or if it was literally just to be cute as you're documenting Pokemon for your, um, you know, for your style of photo, like whether like the composition be is great or the um, size of the Pokemon in the image is quite large, or you're getting it all in the frame or it's right in the center, whatever have you, you get more points. And the more points you get for the better composition of your photo, the more that unlocks. So it will eventually, Alyssa, we didn't get this far, eventually will unlock a flute for you to play different songs to wake up oh, sleeping Pokemon and oh you won't God. be able to document that Pokemon if they're sleeping and they're like all the way back and you can't see their face. And the goal of, awesome. of that is to get their face in the image. If you get their back, you're not going to get 
any points at all at, at that point. And I'm wondering if they're going to make this game in the same aspect where it's points based to unlock newer tracks or more features or whatnot. No, that makes sense. So I guess what what we're doing here is we're breeding a new generation of photographers. <laughs> Could inspiring be. Inspiring people. I'm all for it. <laughs> I will also I say as a illustrator artist person, I am so stoked to take really cool pictures of these Pokemon, save them to my phone, and then redraw them. <laughs> that's oh, a, that's really a great good idea. idea. Yeah. Because it's hard to find, like, I will say also as an artist, it, I, it's really, really hard to find, um, like, original stock images or original stock drawings of Pokemon that are in more than one pose. Like, they're always in the same pose all the time. Like, you know, you can try to be creative and let's say you have, like, a really great understanding of anatomy and you just, you know, you're great. You just draw them in whatever pose you want. That's not me. I need yeah, me I need either. a reference photo <laughs> to, to, to draw from. So I think that's, like, a really, really great idea that you'll have a chance to see these Pokemon in different positions and, like, different sizes and different environments, like... That's I think I'm I'm most excited for all of these new Pokemon that they've integrated because we were working with like Gen One Gen only one. in the first one. <laughs> yeah. So Yeah, it was it was rough. <laughs> it was it was definitely like a step back um from any games that I had played this summer. And then we played Orcarina of Time and then we played Pokemon Snap and I was like, Yeah, we how did I get into this as a kid? <laughs> I don't really know. And it was revolutionary at the time. Yeah. Totally. It was amazing. It was 3D and graphics. And now we're, we're playing games like, oof, oh, chef's kiss. <laughs> amazing. Amazing. Oh, yeah. But like, speaking of remakes, there's so many freaking Pokemon games. I'm really not surprised that they remade this. I want Pokemon Pinball. Just throwing it out there. Or Pokemon Puzzle. Oh my god. Both gosh. of those are on my wish list. I like Pokemon forgot Pinball. that existed. Did anybody else here play Pokemon Pinball? Absolutely, yeah. I did. <laughs> it's, it's that giant cartridge that had the vibration thing in it. <laughs> oh, my God. And you put it in your Game Boy Color, and it was, like, horrifying because you'd never experienced anything like that. And now rumble, rumble controls are so commonplace. It was this just giant jetpack that your Game Boy had to wear. It was so funny. <laughs> did anybody play uh, Pokemon Ruby Sapphire Pinball for the Game Boy Advance? No, no, I wish. That's the one I had. I didn't have that and one. And I think at the time, Pichu had just been, like, <gasps> announced as, like, the first evolution of Pikachu. And that is the only Pokemon I have not been able to catch. Like, the whole premise of the game, it's a pinball game, but the whole premise of it is that as you're playing through the game, you hatch eggs and you catch new versions of Pokemon with your pinball, which is a Pokeball, which is, like... <laughs> and I still have yet to catch Pichu. That's the only one. I got Jirachi. They, I got Rayquaza. No Pichu. Ooh, Rayquaza. I can't catch Pichu. I don't know why. This is like gibberish to me. I'm one of those yeah. people who like, I know Gen 1 and Gen 2 and now ish Gen 8. I yeah. like ish. completely grew out of Pokemon by the age of like 10. You can borrow and then, this. Thank I'll, you. I'll send it to you in the mail. <laughs> oh I will borrow that uh, Pokedex book that Leah just showed me. Um, but I just like completely skipped through all of those generations, the many, many that we've missed. And now again, watching this Pokemon Snap remake and seeing all the Pokemon that are flying around, like the initial 
screenshot of them showing the title there's like a wolf dog thing walking around and this butterfly and the two of them i'm looking at like are those new (laughs) are they adding new pokemon to this game (laughs) but it's just i don't know like probably 75 percent of the probably 80 percent of the pokemon that are existing right now i don't know what they look like (laughs) well all the kids really skipped out I all the kids know. All the kids. <laughs> it's, yeah. I'm aging oh, no. myself. Leah, you're aging. <laughs> the kids know. Oh. <laughs> we're only like 20. Yikes. We're like, we're all of us are late 20s. And you're like, the kids these days know <laughs> all the garbage bag Pokemon. to expose the us for what we are. Okay. There's a garbage bag Pokemon. There's keys. There, There's okay. a candle. Ice what, cream cone. What I don't understand is why they decided to make a sword and shield Pokemon that are literally a sword and shield, and then they made the next titles sword and shield, which were not those two Pokemon. They just made two legendary dog Pokemon with a sword and a shield. Have you guys played sword and shield? Nope. Yes. Okay, I don't know if I'm pronouncing this right, but I looked up the names for the Pokemon sword and shield, and they're like, protect us and attack us or something like that they're like the dumbest yep (laughs) absolutely you are absolutely saying that correct (laughs) i'm like we are just straight up running out of words at this point no they definitely are i'm looking i'm looking on the pokemon.com slash us slash pokedex okay (laughs) and these pokemon i have never seen before i guess they're like gen six and seven because the thing with me is i played up until (laughs) sapphire and ruby and then I was like 14. So I was like in high school and playing sports and I was too busy to play video games for like at least four years. So I missed a lot of the like teenage years of Pokemon. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at these Pokemon. There's one that's a honeycomb. His name's Oh, Combi. that one's cute though. And he's like, looks like a, bu- he's adorable, but he's a honeycomb. Yeah. And there's also one, there's also one um, called Love Disc. Love Disc. And it's just like a fish, but it's like a heart that's, that's sideways. Oh, yep. <laughs> um where's the garbage bag that's the one i want to see because that's just is it trubbish trubbish well and i then think it's... that's a adorable name but like but it's not an adorable pokemon. you know that you're running out of pokemon when you have to make them of, of inanimate objects like i thought <laughs> it's literally a one? pile of I th- garbage i thought in i think it was sapphire when i was playing it or maybe it was silver um sudowoodoo sudowoodoo it's just literally a literally a tree i was like they're running they're running out of ideas no no, it's 2021 i love pseudo he is not even a grass type pokemon he's like rock fighting or something i don't even know he's a tree and he's a tree like i don't get it i don't they need to figure it out man i mean okay i also also have to say I thought magmar for the longest time had like a dog face i thought it was like a dog pokemon it's a duck it's a fire duck. Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. It's got a bill. <laughs> Magmar. Oh, you're right. There's also, I don't know if this is in the new generation. Is Wooloo? Wooloo a new one? Wooloo. That's a oh. sheep. Yeah. The Churla? Oh, here we go. Ice cream cones. <laughs> yes, we There they are. <laughs> okay, see, uh, for li- my... people who are listening, can you please describe it to our listeners? So, our ice cream cone Pokemon, uh, we've got three. We have Vanillite, uh, which is the first evolution. Um, it looks like a small dip cone from uh, McDonald's. <laughs> um, then we've got Vanillish, um, which is a slightly larger ice cream cone with shards of 
icicles from your rooftop sticking out of it. Um, and third, we have Vanillux, which is the exact same thing as the one previous, except one of it is smoking a big fat bong. Um, and it's... <laughs> <laughs> I also just have to say right now, I did three face palms as you were... <laughs> Honestly, my problem too was that I have played almost every Pokemon game, but I never call them the thing that they're called. I give <laughs> every single Pokemon <laughs> that I catch a name. So yeah. <laughs> either I'll name them something stupid, like I would have called him like Pony. Valerie, like, or sure, <laughs> or like a normal name, like George Valerie. <laughs> like I, I never gave them their normal names, so I would go through and be like, oh that's that's fred and they're like no that that's a that's a magma or whatever I'm like no you're one wrong. of these pokemon in the newest gen is literally an apple pie yep Aww. get out of here appleton there's number there's 824 an- or no 842 is appleton he's grass and dragon pokemon he's a dragon the fact that it's a dragon makes no sense but it's so that one is the first evolution is an apple with a worm coming out of it yeah and then yeah. it, and it then can evolve into two different things Depending on another if you one? have sword or shield. Another one that is hilarious is um, a tea cup and a teapot. So there's Sinus tea oh. and there's Poltegeist. Pol- <laughs> so they're ghost type Pokemon. Oh, you know what? I'm not tea. hating it. Oh. That's a great I'm name. I'm not hating it. I, 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 really, I, say, I have to. Yeah. That one's like the perfect, uh, like, witty name. It's adorable. I think that's yeah. a great. I think that's a great name for a Pokemon. And I also think that like now that I'm looking through it, I'm like, mm, maybe, maybe I'm like judging it a little too hard. It's, <laughs> it's supposed to be fun and it's cute. And like, I want to collect all these Pokemon because they're so weird and, and like <laughs> stupid. But you know what also here we are. is a great Pokemon that's from a newer generation? Uh, Phantom. I love Phantom. <gasps> it's the elephant? No, no. It's no. Um, <laughs> it's a ghost. That's no, what I you thought think so. Uh, it's a ghost type Pokemon oh, and its head stump. is a stump. Um, and basically there he is right there. <gasps> Phantom. Love him. Oh, he's so um, cute. And the story behind Phantom is that he's a child that got lost in the woods and he manifested into a, a ghost type Pokemon. Like similar to like the backstory of like, um Q-bone. becoming Mirawak and and losing oh. its mother and wearing the skull of its mother Guys, um it's it's yeah. backstory is so that's sad. the saddest thing ever it's okay. sad and tragic but then when it 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 manifests into a pokemon it's like look at me i'm so cute ah, the ghost. oh my god it's, <laughs> like, so it's got cute. little leaves on its little okay. branches i love it okay well. we are going to do an entire episode on strange pokemon okay look forward <laughs> to that our it. listeners that's happening i mean yeah. i think we covered like 90 percent of them here it's just ice cream you know cones what and there's garbage bags. <laughs> there's a, almost a thousand pokemon i think we can each come up with a couple. <laughs> for sure we could speaking of giving ourselves a chance to maybe revisit or see these pokemon that we haven't seen in a while again uh, as part of that 25th anniversary, Nintendo announced that they were going to be remaking Diamond and Pearl and titling them Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. Do we have any? Ooh, Ooh ah. Ah, yeah. <laughs> sparkle, um, sparkle. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I saw this and wasn't immediately excited about it. Um, did any of you guys have initial 
um, impressions of it or did you just were you excited to play it right away when you saw it? So speaking from my own perspective, like I said before, I completely skipped over from like Gen 3 all the way till now. So I believe this is the third generation of Pokemon and I have absolutely no nostalgia over this. So I wasn't pumped to see it I guess however I will say I was really stoked to see the sort of like Link's Awakening-esque remake where they're making it a 3D version Mm. of the like top-down game and I'm into it um I I would have maybe preferred a a different game be remade before this one so so I didn't play Diamond or Pearl um, I skipped over a lot of the, like, I like to call it the high school years. Cause that's when I was in high school. Um, <laughs> and I got a DSI when I was in grade 12 and I'm pretty sure I got Pokemon black. So I played it like here and there, but I wasn't really, I didn't really have a lot of time to game. So I was not totally like over the moon about this announcement, but I'm very likely going to play this game because I never did. And I am very much the kind of person that's like, yeah, all Pokemon games are kind of the same, but I'm also the kind of person that's like, they're the same, but I have to play them because they wouldn't make them unless they were cool enough or fun enough to be made. Um, the The difference in, in the graphics really make me want to play it, uh, especially because like the cute little chibi, like over the top view is uh, something that I just love from when I was a kid. Uh, So it's a lot of nostalgia for me for something that I never played, but it's very familiar, obviously, because we've all played Pokemon before. I will say that I'm not an avid um, Pokemon player. I have played like my fair share of Pokemon games in the past. Like I've played um, Pokemon Stadium and I've played Pokemon Pinball and Pokemon Snap. The only like Pokemon adventure game like these games I've ever played through and through has been Pokemon Leaf Green. I played it three times all the way from start to finish. Um, I messed up a couple times along the way, but that was the only game that I played all the way through. And in my adult life, like I would like to play one of those games again. I do own um, Heart Gold and Soul Silver, and I have never put them in my my <laughs> console ever, um, not once. Really? So, um, I just okay. saw them one day. I knew that they were like very difficult to find because they just did they didn't make them anymore. And I just bought them off the shelf for thirty bucks. And even if you like were to try to buy them now, like they still hold their value because of you know what they are. Like those those old school Pokemon games definitely do hold value. Um, mm-hmm. But I did hear. I don't know if I'm going to pick up this game um, just because you know I've got a lot on the go, and it's not like my go to game that like de-stresses me or relaxes me I'm very stressed out when I play Pokemon um in my childhood when I played Leaf Green I played it as a distraction for all of the other things that were kind of like going on my life at the time and it was really really good at distracting me from those things like I was very focused on all the Pokemon in my in my queue and making sure that my Dragonite was like at level 80 I was like I was really on it um but I did hear something that's very interesting and something that I wish those older games had that some of the newer ones have now is that they're making it open world apparently. So you won't be as limited to like the different regions of, I guess the city or the town or whatever, whatever actual region it's, it's in. Um, it, I heard that it's supposed to be more of an open world For Diamond and, and it Pearl? might be like, 
yeah, it might be more of like a full, a full actual remake and not like a remaster or whatnot, like they usually do. So um, if they're going to make it more like, and when I say open world, like you do have the freedom to go to like different parts, not like, you know, you can do one task first over the other or whatnot, like the way Breath of the Wild is, I guess. But um, I'm assuming that in Sword and Shield, you are free to go wherever you want. Yes, because I have not played that game. Yeah, so Sword and Shield, open world-wise at least, Sword and Shield is like you are geared towards certain areas, but you're not like, oh, you cannot go past here until you complete this task. It doesn't do that per se, but when we're talking like Breath of the Wild open world, they just have like wild areas where you can literally go wherever you want within mm-hmm. this bubble. Right. So mm-hmm. I th- I think it is still these like uh, Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl remakes are still under the regular, normal, what we're used to Pokemon structure. Uh, however, maybe there won't be like the, in Gold and Silver, there's a Pseudo-Wudo that you literally cannot go to that region until you get this specific... Um, type of uh, antidote or something to get him to wake up and then you can Mm -hmm. catch him and blah 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 or the Snorlax in blue and uh, red I don't think there's any of that in these remakes maybe but it will still uh, play like the regular structure of a Pokemon game as far as I know even yeah I think think that's what it is yeah even in uh, Sword and Shield it I don't find it to be like open world for lack of a better phrase like the only places that are kind of open world are like the wild areas so you in theory Mm -hmm. like the first time that you go into a wild area you spot an onyx and he's like 10 or 20 levels higher than you'd be allowed to catch at the time but technically you could go fight him if you want to you just aren't prepared for it just like you could go fight mm-hmm. Ganon right away if you feel like it but you're not gonna get very <laughs> it's far it's always a learning experience <laughs> like they, they make it open-ish that you could go places and experience things prior to you being ready for them but it, it doesn't make sense to do that um in mm-hmm. this particular scenario um so I I also saw uh I saw Diamond and Pearl being remade and I was like oh that's like such a weird choice um I I don't understand yeah I said I don't understand why it didn't make any sense to me um they could have picked a different game or a more interesting game to choose but I looked into it a little further and I saw that they remade it because it's the first one that is in the Sinnoh region Sinnoh Mm -hmm. am I saying that right Um, I think so it is yeah it's the first one that's in the Sinnoh region and they also announced that there's a new game coming out which is called Pokemon Legends Arceus or Arceus (laughs) and uh, that also takes place in the Sinnoh region so my assumption here is because they're trying to bring maybe this game that is um, maybe not as accessible or there's a new new age group of people that's playing it for the first time maybe they want to give them a chance to replay and experience that world and be introduced to those Pokemon before they take it a step further in a new game yeah, maybe like introducing sense, this new like era of of Pokemon to a new generation that can like experience the Sinnoh region in the way that we did as kids, like yeah. with Johto and Kanto, and then have this cool new franchise to like dabble in. So I'm really excited about about those two that are coming this 
this next yeah and year. i just want to point out the fact that i completely missed uh heart gold and soul silver <laughs> that's okay didn't even know that existed um but what i would love to see and i obviously this isn't going to happen because they have enough on their plate but i would love to see old games that we can't play on the switch come to some sort of like pokemon arcade situation totally. where we can play those old games in the form that they're already mm -hmm. in just let's just bring them to the switch so that we like can play these old games again yeah because i am one of those people that i don't i i never bought every single um uh system so i never had a gamecube um we had an n64 when i was real little but it was like a shared system between families mm -hmm. which is weird um and i had a game boy color and then i had a ds which is weird that i didn't play uh heart gold and soul silver anyways <laughs> we're past that now <laughs> um i had a ds and then i didn't oh we and now a switch. Yeah. So like I skipped many generations of systems, which in turn would have me skipping a lot of these games, right? So I I would just love the accessibility of being able to play a lot of those old games on a newer system. I think would be nice. If I could have my Game Boy SP <laughs> right now, I would be so happy. <laughs> because the the nights that I spent in my bedroom with the covers over my head and the, the, the user manual. <laughs> yeah, the light was turned all the way up. I didn't have to have a little attachment anymore to like no brighten flashlight. up my screen. No flashlight. <laughs> it was ever. built in. That was like next level. I had the I had the user manual on my stomach underneath the covers. Aww. And I would like <laughs> use the light of the SP to like read where Team Rocket was. And it was like Oh, it was oh so my great. God. Didn't want to. I, I wanted to make sure my parents couldn't hear me, so to turn the volume all the way down. <laughs> that, I love that. I have a question. What's your question? I Alyssa? know that we're gonna we're gonna move on to our our final topic of the night. But what's your favorite legendary Pokemon? Ooh, there's so many now. That's that blows my mind. First of all, that there are so many legendaries that they're not really all that legendary are they? right they're not like i mean there's only like one of each of them which is stupid In, but. yeah i'm i'm gonna have to say mine's a toss-up between two sure. and of course they're from gen one and gen two um that's fine an oldie but a goodie love, yeah love me some birds apparently um my i have a tie between articuno mm -hmm. and lugia Oh, 100%. I was going to say Articuno so as well. It's just so freaking pretty, man. Ah, she's gorgeous. But also, for me, Lugia wasn't only, I mean, the legendary in the main uh, gold and silver that I played a lot of, but also the era of the anime that I watched had Ho-Oh sure. and Lugia as the, like, overarching legendaries that yeah. they talked about all the time. And like the beginning of the first, or I think the end of the first episode of the first season that I watched is literally Ash, like 13 years old. He's super, 13? He's been yeah. 13 for super, like 25 years. <laughs> he's 10. 10, 10. Oh, That's, whatever. I was like, there's an age. 10. Um, and he's like finding out that he's going to be a Pokemon trainer. And then this like rainbow comes over and it's Ho-Oh's like trail mm -hmm. over the sky. So, so love me the gold and silver legendaries. All yeah, the feels. I love that. <laughs> mm -hmm. What about you, Joe? 
Oh, I would pick Articuno 100%. Um, Articuno is... Articuno. So, I don't know. Articuno is just the, the most beautiful. <laughs> uh, I think that all the legendaries, they just keep trying to make them weirder and weirder and weirder looking. So, I just like the original yeah. ones <laughs> where they were nice to look at. <laughs> I agree with that. They were just like, they were just like <laughs> yeah. fancy versions of regular Pokemon, but they still looked normal, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. I think, or if I'm allowed to choose Mew, then like objectively no. adorable <laughs> we can, Mew's i mean we'd favorite. all we can choose fight. Mew, wouldn't you we? can have a uh, you can have zapdos because it looks like a uh, jolteon Ew, and they can share. like a jolteon <laughs> fine you give me your sloppy <laughs> legendary seconds whatever leah how about you do you can she's you choose consulting the, the the book the pokemon bible the book. she's got to she's got to use her manual bible um, it's not a user manual. It's full of typos. So I don't <laughs> I know if any of the stuff manual. that I've related She's to. She's like, I correct. really like uh, mo- match rules. <laughs> she got it as a. Uh, she got it on sale as a deal. <laughs> um, there are a lot to choose from. Like even just from like the original, like the first few generations. Um, I really like uh, Rayquaza. Rayquaza is a classic. Um, because I Show really into picture. dragons. I love dragons, and it's green. And um, I never played Emerald, but uh, if I could acquire it, I probably would. Um, Zekarom from Black and White is a really mm. good one. This uh, cool. oh cool big boy cool. right here. Um, and I don't know if i i can't confirm because i cannot actually doesn't actually say anything in the book about them if latios and latias are legendary pokemon uh yeah they are um i believe they are okay um i remember watching a movie when i was a kid um and it took place in like a like vienna type place i don't know what the region was and latios and latios were in it and um latias has this transformation ability where they can turn into a person i believe and at the end of the movie you find out that the girl that you were you became friends with was actually latias the entire time i think something like that and it just stuck with me and i was like oh my god that's so cool those pokemon are so cool and i used to draw them all the time um Mm. so yeah i think i would pick those two as my favorite though those ones are really cool yeah, I was looking I at Bul- Bulbapedia, and it says that Bianca is a major character who appeared in Pokemon Heroes Latios and Latias, and she's the granddaughter of Lorenzo and best friends of Latias, who has the tendency to shapeshift into her. And something else that I learned is that Latios, Latias, and two other Pokemon are like the the creators of the human species. Like, there's like so many different responsibilities of all these Pokemon, so... Uh, it, it was really interesting to learn that like <laughs> Pokemon predated the universe. Pokemon predated Earth. <laughs> they created the weather and all this. There's so much out there. So, I mean, I skipped a few years, but I guess I skipped the entire history of Pokemon <laughs> in the, the, that time. The important parts. That's okay. We have so much to catch up on. Mm-hmm. on in our, any of our next episodes, we can talk about the history behind the Pokemon and what was the first Pokemon Pokemon trivia. <laughs> yeah. I would love that. Maybe uh, Pokemon Legends Arceus will be the way that like Breath of the mm. Wild summarizes and like gives you the cliff note, you know, bite-sized versions of different lore from different people. Maybe Arceus will do the same thing. Maybe they'll just like sneak in stuff that people didn't play or didn't catch the first time. Um, 
because it's going to be very similar and look very similar to uh, the open world format. Maybe they'll kind of sneak in the the story format where you can go to different areas and when you're in that spot, you can experience, I don't know, the legendaries doing something, creating the world or whatnot. Maybe. It's supposed to be historical. That would so. be wild. Yep. Also, anytime... I know you, you said I was watching a movie and I thought about the first Pokemon movie and I just pictured the Pikachus. <laughs> I saw it in the movie theaters, I'm pretty sure. And I got I got a Pokemon card deck um, as like a gift that the, they gave out yeah. whenever you bought a ticket. Oh. oh my God. And I think I had a bowl that had the Pokemon movie on the side of it and had like Mewtwo and Dragonite and... Pikachu's tears on the oh. side. <laughs> oh my gosh. Pikachu's Don't tears. talk to me about it. It is. <laughs> Don't look at me. That's no. <laughs> Don't look at me. Oh man. Okay. Oh man. I think I don't know if I'm the only one, but I wasn't expecting a new flagship title at all. Not an announcement. I've heard I heard rumors, but I definitely wasn't expecting them to be like, here it is. <laughs> Just like slapping us across the face then I must live under some sort of nerd rock because I had no idea that they were even thinking about making a new title that was like completely not a remake, not a revival. It's literally like we just got Sword and Shield a year and a half ago. Mm. <laughs> I feel like that's a crazy, not even a year and a half, a year and a half ago, like just over a year ago. It was oh, like Christmas it was. It would be two right? years in 2020. So October or November of 2020 would have been two years. Yeah. Really? Wow. Yeah, it came out in 2018. I thought it came out in 2019. Panini Press. So Jeez. <laughs> yeah, last Time year is a flat happen. circle. <laughs> Time is um, just a construct. I guess it just, because I've been waiting for uh, ever for Breath of the Wild 2, um, it feels like <laughs> this forgot. game just came out really quickly. <laughs> It almost feels like they released it early or like before they were ready to because I think people were so upset and they were trying to give us something because it doesn't look at all finished. Like it looks no. very choppy, very in the beginning portions of its creation. So um, maybe they just, you know, started like, working Let's on give it some and... people some like happy serotonin vibes. Yeah. And <laughs> just like, I got to say though, I'm super stoked about the number one, the art style of the trailer was really cool. Um, because it's all like ancient times, ancient Japan, the um, like scroll style paintings. Um, and also the wooden Pokeballs make me really excited because anytime I mm-hmm. like in the old Pokemon games, you'd shake the tree, you'd grab a berry, you'd bring it back oh, and they'd yeah. make a Pokeball out of it. And I was like, that doesn't turn to metal. <laughs> what are you guys? Okay, what, what game is <laughs> that? that Silver and gold for sure. Because I, I read that. Is it silver and gold? I read that they took like the shell of an apricot and that was the Pokeball, but how, how does it how does it turn a physical Pokemon into like light and then put it in a ball? Like <laughs> it's just an apricot. I have absolutely no idea. <laughs> Where's the technology? <laughs> I know. But this is so this whole style of like the wooden Pokeball makes me think of the way I thought Pokeballs should look back then so i think this is really exciting i love the costumes um the way that they're dressed in like ancient clothing is really cool um yeah i just like i'm super stoked my only issue i will say this and i don't know if i am uh one of few but all three uh starter pokemon are from three different generations yeah 
I don't love, aside from Cyndaquil, because I love Cyndaquil, I don't love the other two choices. I think we're all choosing Cyndaquil is the consensus yeah. here. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. Oshawott is cute, but I don't get it. But are they all from the <laughs> and- oh, I think it was stated, I think it was stated that there was a professor, like in the announcement, it said mm-hmm. a professor um, collected these Pokemon and brought them to the Sinnoh region because I'm assuming that the Pokemon haven't really migrated yet mm-hmm. like if it's if it's so far back that you're creating the first pokedex i imagine it's like a hundred or 200 or more years back mm-hmm. um they probably just don't have their own regions yet because there's like if they're like animals they might have migration patterns and they might not exist in the specific region that they were supposed to be mm-hmm. in so i think it's an interesting play to like bring in different starters from different regions and different games because mm-hmm. it, it brings like a little different spin it makes you it, it makes the choices a little bit different than what we're totally used to so yeah, yeah and I'm, I'm i'm a fan of that on but. board for that i'm definitely on board for that i really like the idea i just don't love all three that they chose um, Sure, i feel like the water and grass pokemon could have been like there are a lot of epic starters, and I feel like Cyndaquil B- is the only epic starter. and Totodile. <laughs> that would have been a hard choice for me if it well, was the Totodile... if it was Cyndaquil. Tot- oh, Cyndaquil and Totodile are from the same one. Um, same, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the other Chikorita. one? We, what's we could have no, done... no 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 no. That's Mudkip. also oh, is it? the same one. Yeah, we yeah. could have done Squirtle. We could have done Piplup. We could have done Mudkip. We could have done Froakie. There were so many other options that they could have chose from that was much better than Oshawa. Like I just I when you look at the three of them side by side, like <laughs> minus Cyndaquil, it just kinda it just drab, you know? Yeah, Cyndaquil really stands out as being like kind of an epic starter. And then yeah. the other two are just like round <laughs> like I'm not trying plain, to hate on bitches. like what's it called? Owlet? Rowlet? What's it called? Rowlet. Um, Rowlet. Okay. I'm not trying to hate on them. They're very cute. But if I was but the developer it. of this game, I would not have chosen those two. It just they just don't go, you know. Mm-mm. But if I'm if I'm understanding this game correctly, you're creating the first Pokedex, so we could probably find a Squirtle Squad out in the wilderness, <laughs> or maybe there's a Charmander that's sitting under a leaf and trying to keep his flame aglow. Like oh. you don't know, right? So I yeah. think that they probably chose maybe fan favorites or like cute ones that you can pick from and then that will allow you to just like start off on a good foot i don't know i have a lot of thoughts about this game (laughs) because i watched the the announcement when it was public and it looks so empty the whole world looks very unfinished and i like that it's like the breath of the wild kind of feel and that it's um very like low contrast and like tons of colors and it's very kind of washed out and i love breath of the wild so i'm fine with that that's a very nintendo choice of them but i don't want it to be like they gave us something that we've wanted for so long and it's just not going to be to par of what we expect from from pokemon and from game freak um the the one thing that i am really worried about is that like pokemon snap 
looks like the open world game that I would want in terms of the graphics and the design and everything. And if they're giving us this, like we always wanted a breath, the wild kind of Pokemon game. And they're just giving it to us in this art style because we want it to be like breath of the wild. I think that's kind of a cop out. I don't know. That's just me. Yeah. I understand where you're coming from with that, Alyssa. And I agree that it does look like really empty and really kind of sketchy graphics at the moment, but it's not coming out until 2022. So early 2022 to work on. They say that, but how many times do they change release dates? (laughs) How many times are they going to delay it before it becomes 2024? Like, let's be honest. If they, if they delay it to 2023, I wouldn't be upset because if you're going to release breath of the wild, Hopefully this year I'm gonna play that for <laughs> we'll a long be too time. Busy playing Breath of the Wild to <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And I think I think also like it's okay that it's a little bit empty because it is like the first I don't know space where humans are interacting with Pokemon and catching Pokemon. So. If, if the world is as vast as it looks like it will be, then they will be spaced out and they'll be in their natural habitats and there won't be civilization all over the place. It'll be I mean, small I don't little mean towns, empty right? in the sense... Yeah, I totally, I totally understand that. I don't mm-hmm. mean empty in the sense that, like, there's just a lot of trees and a lot of space and, like, mountains are so far in the distance that they're, like, not very textured and it's kind of, like... I would say it's, like under the style of breath of the wild yeah um i think breath of the wild compared to what we just saw last week looks much better um, well yeah just in it's terms of like game. textures and shadows <laughs> and stuff like that mm-hmm. but um yeah i think that when i say that it feels empty just from looking at it there's no like rushing rivers and there's not like pokemon flying through the air or wind blowing that i can like see visually there's there's a lack of textures in in the environment and i just hope that it doesn't become like a barren space because they're like well there's not a lot of people and it's like 12th century feudal japan so like there's not going to be a lot of stuff hey Ghost if of Tsushima put, has tons of stuff you took the words right out of my mouth if they can <laughs> exactly. have leaves blowing in the wind and birds flying in the background and uh, angry mongols running all over the place <laughs> in uh feudal era japan and ghost tsushima they can certainly <laughs> put japan. a few of those feudal era japan elements into <laughs> this pokemon game what i'm i'm like interested to know because i did not watch the trailer for this or the release for this or anything um how are you going to store all of the pokemon you keep in your apricot. You holds six at a time. <laughs> in your apricots. Right? You know how yeah, you like, I mean, I have we'll no have idea. to learn. Download them into a computer at like a PokeStation. Like, I where don't think are that gonna, exists in this game. Where are you going to store your 150 Pokemon? Or more. Yeah. We're definitely going to find out as they share more information with us because they didn't really share much information with us at all. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. really interested to see. Um, the creative take on how how they're gonna do that yeah 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 you're right actually because pokemon is a very like tech heavy mm-hmm. world mm-hmm. like the world of the johto kanto Sinnoh, whatever region you're in is super tech heavy like they rely on technology a lot so it should be interesting to see what an ancient pokemon world will look like mm-hmm. and 
work as i guess <laughs> yeah, i have my fingers crossed i really hope that they release this with like a nintendo switch pro or something Ugh. that's gonna new bring system. them into 2021 <laughs> i don't want to buy a new system though. Any switch i don't so i okay here's I my stance on the switch, switch that's, okay that's it <laughs> i know uh, here's my stance on the switch because I say to myself all the time, this is the perfect console. I can pick it up. I can take it wherever I want. I can put it on a dock. I can play on a monitor. I can play on my TV. It's amazing, beautiful. So many wonderful Nintendo games. The thing about Nintendo Switch is that it's convenient and it has all of the properties that they've already built a history and a catalog of that you love. So like diamond and pearl remade. Amazing. You're going to love it because it's Pokemon and we already made this game, but we're just making it better for you. Um, breath of the wild. Like it's a brand new <laughs> switch game and it's launching with this, with this device. And like me looking at breath of the wild today in 2021 versus 2017, I'm like, yeah, the graphics aren't amazing, but it came out in 2017. So I understand that, it can improve the the other platforms like xbox and playstation and pc have to create new ip so like new properties that are high quality and will will get the user to want to sign up and play and it has to have fast graphics and good frame rates and whatever but nintendo was like yeah you already know that you love Super Mario. Let's remake the same games a whole bunch of times and you guys are going to buy it because you haven't played it in 15 years. And that's that's where we're at. They don't have 4K dis- like quality um, console graphics. They have a really terrible drift problem on their Joy-Cons. And it's just like they're not at the same level as the PS5 and the Xbox Series X and all these amazing gaming computers. They're riding off of catalog and convenience. And that's the problem. Like I looked at, I don't know if you heard me incorrectly earlier, but I was like looking at um, Pokemon Legends and looking at Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild looks better. Yeah, and it's, it's I, five years old or it's four years old. Yeah, but it's not. Which is a, crazy. Yeah, but that's a fully, that's what I was just going to say. But, but if you're going to show it, game. but you're going to show it to billions of people and they're going to be like yeah it's not done yet what if it looks like that they were just trying to appease it's not gonna look like that genuinely i don't think they're gonna have that as the finished product otherwise they'd be releasing it sooner and at the bottom of the video throughout the entire thing it says game footage is in development so this is very beta version of what they're developing it's not gonna look like this I am just as hopeful <laughs> as the next person. I genuinely am. I want this game to be everything that I wish for in my little 10-year-old heart. But if I'm disappointed, I'm going to be so heartbroken. And that's why I'm so passionate about it because it's like mm-hmm. my childhood console. It's everybody's childhood in this like little handheld device. And if it's going to be bad, I'm going to be really upset. If, yeah. if there's one thing that I can say... I will say that when Breath of the Wild was initially hinted at, it was the same thing. There was an image, there was some grassy bits, there was like some things off in the distance. In a couple of the like promo images, there was Link on his horse that was like inserted from like an HD rip of Twilight Princess. Other images, there was nothing there. 
And it, you know, I know it was just like a still photo. It's the same mm-hmm. image, um, coincidentally, that uh, Zeltic, Zel- Zeltic, that's what it's called. Right? Zeltic, mm-hmm. yeah. Zeltic uses on the intro videos. Same image. And that's what they hinted at for Breath of the Wild initially. And then they did the release um, of the video of him riding on the horse shooting, or actually um, the Guardian shooting at him. And that was a little bit more of like a teaser. And then finally, when they released the final trailer for it, it vastly different from what it was from the start. So like, yeah. and, and you know, if it's not going to be like, you know, not to hate on anybody, but like Halo, the new Halo coming out, they've had several trailers come out. They've had mm-hmm. several images of what the the gameplay is going to look like. And it looks like absolute garbage. And you know, like, no, no hate to Halo. Halo is a great series, but like, if we know anything about Nintendo, they're not going to make it look like that in the final final no. product. I think they're going to add a lot of life to, like, a lot of life elements to the game. Like, the, you know, they'll probably have Butterfree's flying around everywhere and Pidgey's flying around everywhere, just like in uh, Pokemon Snap amazing. at the beginning when you're, like, on the track and they just all fly in a cluster in front of you. Oh, I want to cool. throw a Pokeball at a tree branch and have a Kakuna be like, what the fuck is that? I don't want to <laughs> fall off, off my tree branch. I'm just trying to chill. <laughs> it's crazy because... You know, talking about it and going back and looking at the games and looking at the remakes, it it really is the same format over and over and over and over again. You start somewhere and you have a rival and you pick your starters and you talk to the professor and you do the same thing over and over again. And little bits and pieces are different and the legendaries are different and the locations are different and the Pokemon are a little bit different and it's the same game overall. So if we have really high expectations for this game, especially based on how it looks, and if we want that, that like there's no reason they can't take the story of Pokemon and make it an entirely different game. And I think that's what people mm-hmm. are hoping for. And if it's not that, I just think the disappointment level is just going to be too much. Like nobody, yeah. nobody wants to play a, a 30th version of that same layout in that same format with slightly better graphics or i added this type of tree like that's cool <laughs> yeah so i think that if this game fails it will be a very big turning point for pokemon and i want to say that i think one of the big reasons they're making a game like this where it is very much open world is that we all thought sword and shield was going to be open world yeah the way they announced that game and showed off that game they showed the wild area really only Mm -hmm. so we're like oh my god finally we get an open world pokemon game and then it wasn't that at all so a lot of people were disappointed with sword and shield Mm -hmm. and that just wasn't shown as much as i think we all thought it was so it didn't seem like a disappointment but i think this is game freaks redemption game almost saying okay you want it open world you're gonna get open world and they're gonna take their time on it they're gonna work really hard on it they've obviously been working on it since they released sword and shield Mm -hmm, and at least yeah so this is like as you said two years in the making already and if it's going to be coming out, it'll probably, pro- wow, <laughs> it'll probably come out late 2022, if that. So Christmas, I, I, yep, <laughs> I have like all the hope in the world that this is going to be a great game. Um, and yeah, 
I, I don't have super high expectations for it, but I think it's going to be amazing. And I don't think it's going to look anything like what we saw in this presentation by the time it is released. I really hope not. <laughs> Bright, positive attitudes. <laughs> <laughs> Send it out in the universe. And you shall receive. Yes, well, exactly. Nintendo, like the world is their oyster. Game Freak and Nintendo are, are like one and the same. They have like infinite opportunities to make this game everything that it can be and if the response that they got from everyone from breath of the wild being so high what it was even with the graphics being a little washed out um and kind of like childlike even some people would say and the response being so overwhelmingly positive to that game if, if they are trying to make it anything similar to what that gameplay is like it's it's gonna turn out fine like i yeah i don't have like high expectations just because i haven't played a, a pokemon game like this in a very very long time um mm -hmm. but if it does come out to be anything similar to breath of the wild i'm definitely gonna play it yeah don't you mean if the world was their cloister uh... <laughs> bow down to you <laughs> thank like, you very much queen <laughs> is in our presence <laughs> oh man and that does it for our conversation on Pokemon. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's podcast. We can't wait to hear from you. Uh, send us an email at hellovideodames at gmail.com or send us a message on Twitter or Instagram at hellovideodames. Tune into our next episode where we dissect our favorite series of 2021, WandaVision. See you guys next time.